Welcome to New York Institute of Technology's podcast, The Scope. Produced by the College of Osteopathic Medicine, our episodes focus on the medical school experience and how it helps shape future physicians. Learn about exciting new health and wellness initiatives, cutting-edge medical research and technology, and how to effectively navigate medical school. We are excited to have you join us. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Scope Podcast. I'm your host from the Arkansas campus, Arsh Shath. Today, we're joined by a terrific group of very talented medical student singers. Please welcome from our New York campus, Nicholas Burt, Brian McIntyre, Evelyn Menkes, Daniel Tanis, and Stephen Sang. Thank you all for joining us today. We'll be also joined by Susan Payette Kulik, Director in the Office of the Dean. Let's just right, jump right into the conversation. Can you share with us a little history about the notochords at NYTCOM? Hi, Arsh. Thanks so much for having us come together for the podcast today. Yeah, it was a great story about, I would say about nine or 10 years ago, I was working on a convocation event for the medical school. And one of the things we did was um, audition uh, medical students for singing the national anthem. And historically, it had always been one person that would come individually to audition. And um, I received a phone call from a group of students and they asked if they could come in and audition together. And I was like, wow, that sounds pretty interesting. Sure, so why not? And I remember we had a number of people lined up for the auditioning and they were the first that came in. And I, I wanna say, I'm always trying to be fair with the auditioning. But they came in and I was with uh, two other colleagues. We were in a conference room. And as I recall, there were about maybe 10 to 12 students. And they sang the national anthem a cappella, And I was completely blown away at every level because they were so talented. The camaraderie was unbelievable. I mean, the, the electric in the room was just incredible. And so I knew in my head, even though I had had other auditions, this was so special that they were going to get this moment. We did have them come to this uh, convocation ceremony, and they sang in front of, I think, about 1,400 people. And they were so excited after they had done the audition. They told me that they had been practicing for a long time, and this was a very important goal for them. That started uh, what I knew about the note accords, and then everybody just loved them. And from there, they started to perform at um, various uh, other events at the medical school, and then it spread from there to outside places. And it's been a joy for the last 10 years to hear the medical students um, singing. It's a great, 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 great thing. Daniel, did you want to take a shot at it? Yeah, I can add to that. I joined the Note Accords uh, 2018 in my first year of medical school. So that's about as far back as I know the Note Accords. Back then, they they did a whole bunch of different concerts. Uh, there was a spring concert that they participated in. Um, they did Taste of Nations. We did a whole bunch of Christmas caroling uh, around the holidays, um, both around campus and at uh, Nassau University Medical Center. And we also sang, again, the national anthem at a whole bunch of school events. That seems to be our uh, tradition. Uh, back then, we did a whole bunch of sporting events, as well as uh, the white coat ceremony and uh, the graduation as well. That's excellent. So as a new medical student, um, when did you first hear about the group? Uh, for me, I first heard about it at the white coat ceremony. They sang the national anthem, 
And I was like, wow, I never realized that the school had an acapella group. That'd be awesome. I love singing and I love acapella. So I'd love to be part of that. Um, and then of course, a few weeks later, they sent out an email about auditions. And so I auditioned and got in. It's a little bit different, I think, for the others of us here. Since COVID happened, it's pretty much impossible to sing acapella over Zoom. So it basically shut down uh, the note accords for a while. Uh, I believe Brian and Steven um, really uh, spearheaded starting it back up. So Brian, did you want to add anything to that? I hadn't heard too much about the group during my first year, but I actually had a meeting with my mentor. Uh, her name is Dr. McMahon. And, you know, she was asking me, like, what do you like to do for fun? Like, what are your hobbies? And one of them I said was, I like to sing. She was like, oh, have you heard about the note accords? They're a cappella group for our school. And me, I'm like, I, had, I have no idea what that is. So she's like, you should try to audition for it. So she got me in touch with Linda. I emailed Linda and she got back to me in like five minutes, I think. And she said, you know, the group doesn't exist right now <laughs> because of COVID. Do you, are you interested in starting it back up again? Uh, we can make a Google form and like send it out to the class to see if anyone else is interested in, in joining the group. And immediately my first thought was, I need to message Steven because me and Steven, uh, we've went to karaoke a few times and like, I know he's a good singer. So I was like, maybe he's interested in joining. And of course he was interested. And then another thing, like, I think the next day, Linda emails me again and she's like, there's another student who's really, really interested in joining the group. You should get in touch with her and see if she can help out. And it turns out uh, it was Evelyn and Evelyn just so happened to be my neighbor last year. So it was like, it was very like cool to see all of us come together. And then from there, we just kind of got it started. So Steven, you've definitely been called out here. So when when did you first hear about the group? Yeah, like Brian said, um, the first time I heard about Nocore was actually from Brian. We both love singing and doing karaoke sometimes. And I think it was um, second semester of our first semester, first year when he mentioned about we used to have an acapella group on campus and he was thinking to bring back the group which I thought was an awesome idea. And then he told me that there's a girl who's also a singer and interested in doing that. So I was introduced to Evelyn. Then there's an old member from Notocore, so that's Dan. That's how we met Dan. And then we met Nick. That's how it all started. Nick, did you want to add something? Sure, yeah. So like Dan said, the uh, the joining the Note Accords experience was a little bit different for the class of 2025. Uh, on the flip side, I had heard of the Note Accords before coming to NYIT. Uh, while I was still applying to schools, I was searching the internet and finding, you know, miscellaneous docapella groups. And uh, the Note Accords is definitely unique when it comes to the name of the group. But of course, I got here and found, like you guys said, that it wasn't active. So I'm incredibly thankful for Brian, Stephen, and Evelyn for actually putting in the work to getting the Note Accords back up and running. Uh, I think it was midway through our uh, spring semester last year that they sent out an email to uh, put together a version of Hallelujah to perform at the donor memorial ceremony that the anatomy department puts on. And if I remember correctly, the three of you put that together in about two weeks, maybe three weeks, and pulled it off. So uh, it's been going pretty strong since then. And uh, we just, over the past year, we worked on a new version of Hallelujah that I think you guys are going to hear a little bit later. That's amazing. My next question for the team here is, uh, what is the process for becoming a member of the Notochords? Evelyn, do you want to take a shot at it? Sure. 
as we were saying, we kind of restarted in a little bit of an unconventional way. Brian, Stephen, and I were super excited to restart the acapella club, and we wanted to have auditions the way that any music group would. However, we were also invited to perform at the Anatomy Donor Memorial within two weeks. So we sent out a mass email. We sent out a mass group me in the class of 2025 chat. So within a week or so, we got a group of around 14 or 15 of our friends and sang that version of Hallelujah. And I think 90 or 95% of the people that were in that original group stayed. And then this year, we kind of went through the whole process of having people come in in person or send in video auditions. And yeah, the rest is kind of history. So for next year, anyone who's interested in auditioning, all you have to do is really let us know that you like to sing and we'll either meet you or listen to you. So Dan, I know you mentioned uh, a few of the activities and performances that the Notochords have done. And Evelyn, you mentioned the uh, memorial as well that you guys have done. Tell us more about uh, some of the other activities that the Notochord have done, any performances as well. Go ahead, Dan. Pre-COVID and post-COVID, it looks a little bit different, uh, obviously, because we're uh, sort of restarting things again uh, post-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID, we did uh, a whole bunch of events. For the most part, we did a bunch of uh, singing of the national anthem at different sporting events at school. So uh, basketball games, uh, lacrosse games, et cetera. We would sing the national anthem for those. Uh, we also sang the national anthem for the white coat ceremony and for graduation. Um, and uh, as Evelyn was saying, we also sang for the donor memorial, as well as the Taste of Nations talent show that's put on every year. And then we also would have our own uh, concert in the spring where we kind of showed off all the stuff that we were working on. Oh, and we uh, sang during the holidays. We did some Christmas caroling on campus. It was kind of fun because uh, we had this tradition where uh, people could request us to sing at a different faculty member's office. And so we just sort of like show up at their office and just like start singing Christmas carols. It's, it's really fun. Uh, we also were able to um, do caroling at uh, Nassau University Medical Center uh, at several different uh, floors uh, and departments there, uh, which was awesome. So we're working on getting all those things started up again with uh, the newest group of members. That sounds like a total blast. How do you uh, balance the responsibilities of medical school and being a part of the Notochord singing group? Evelyn, you want to take a shot at it? Honestly, it doesn't really feel like something that I have to quote unquote balance out. And I'm sure you guys can agree with me. It's really, really easy to fall into the autopilot robotic mode of textbook, homework, research, lab, exam, autopilot. And I feel like the reason I join the note chords and the reason I keep singing with the note chords is because like, that's my heart and soul. And I think all the people that I've met through it and the songs that we sing and the performances that we have, that's just an extension of my heart and soul. So when we get emails about upcoming events or people who want to interview us or people who want to sing with us or people who are just like interested in us, that's just something that makes me really excited and makes me feel like I have a purpose, a bigger purpose than I you know, already do as a med student. The responsibility of it just becomes something that I get to look forward to and something that I get to be passionate about. And I'm 
really, really grateful for it. And I think that kind of goes like with anything that anybody is super interested in and loves a lot. Like it becomes less of a responsibility and more of like more of something that's really healing. Steven, go ahead. Actually, in the beginning, it was not easy for me because we were planned to um, have weekly rehearsal to practice and have to have enough songs for a variety of occasions. And also being a medical student, you're always trying to keep up your study schedule. However, I think when we started to do it, participating in this weekly rehearsal has become a new hobby for me. I do appreciate this because I think of it more like uh, as a break for me to catch up with my friends and also an opportunity to the mental recharge. Additionally, I really wanted to bring things that I enjoyed doing uh, before med school back to my life. In other words, while I love learning about medicine, I also love to travel, explore more new food places, especially singing. So instead of just studying the whole time and trying to remain on top of the material, join all the course and sing with my friends for the school and the community, it helps a lot with my mental health and my uh, well-being. Go ahead, Nicholas. Yeah, I think I fall uh, somewhere between Evelyn and Steven on that front. It definitely was more difficult up first, like with all the other extracurriculars you're balancing to fit in the note accords. I also had the unfortunate circumstance of, I think, being one of the only members of the group who comes to lab on Mondays and Wednesdays instead of Tuesdays and Thursdays. So uh, our Thursday rehearsals usually meant an additional commute to come sing with the group. And sure, there were times, you know, nearing comprehensive exams when we had to have something together that it was a little stressful to fit that in there. But on the whole, those hour, hour and a half long rehearsals felt very separate. Like there's no other part of my life where I'm coming together with a group of people, distracting ourselves from school and focusing on creating something together. And the one instance that comes to mind is um, we performed at an event the school holds called Taste of Nations. We performed a song and a few individual members of the group performed separate songs. But a few weeks prior to that, the uh, the gentleman from the Nota Courts decided to throw together a version of the uh, barbershop quartet piece, The Longest Time. And I still remember the first time that we came together, we'd all practiced on our own, but the first time we came together and sang that song through, I just couldn't stop smiling. I probably wrote that high out for another two days after that. Uh, made it a lot easier to go back to studying that week. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, that, that truly leads me to my next question, actually. Um, how has being a member of the singing group positively benefited your medical school experience? Evelyn, you, I see you want to add something? I kind of grew up with music and performing and whatnot. And going into medical school, I think one of my biggest fears was that I was going to lose that. Um, because that's very common. And I think one of my favorite parts of all of this is during our concerts, I always have this moment where I like look into the circle that we're standing in and see everyone. And I just see them doing their thing and they look so good and they sound even better. And I'm just so grateful that I get to connect with people in this way because I love medical school and I love what I'm doing and I love the friends that I made, but this is just an added bonus to it. It's It was like a sweet little surprise that I get to do something that I've loved all along anyway. Yeah, I think it definitely benefited me because it just makes me feel whole and complete. And I think I'm really lucky for that because I don't think that everyone has that or everyone has something that makes them feel that way. So the fact that I have that and the fact that I have people that I can share that with is is really special. Nicholas, did you want to add how being part of the group has benefited your experience? 
Yeah, I, I resonate with that so much, Evelyn. Similarly, I grew up in a very musical family. I did a lot more music than I did science or medicine for the for the whole first half of my life. And again, I'm just so thankful for Evelyn, Brian, and Stephen for getting this back together because it was a huge part of my life. Uh, I got to high school and there was a, there was a men's acapella group that was basically on the way out. So by the time I got there as a freshman, there wasn't really much left to do. And I got to college, maybe did one musical my fall semester, and then organic chemistry hit, and I essentially dropped all of it. Um, it was probably almost a decade, really, since I've been involved in group music like this. And I assumed after you know my sophomore year in college that it was just done. I uh, didn't think that there would be another opportunity like this. And I certainly didn't think that medical school, as of yet the busiest time of my life, was going to be the time that I would find something like that. But it's really been a joy to have that, uh, that outlet again when uh, stress levels are so high and everything else. And I... I'm just real thankful for you guys for bringing this back together. It's an opportunity I didn't think I would have again. Go ahead, Brian. Yeah, I totally agree with what Evelyn and Nick were saying. Just like them, I also grew up like with a musical background. I started playing the piano and singing ever since I was like five years old. And I went through like middle school, high school, like being a part of chorus and band and stuff. But one thing that I never got to do was actually be in an acapella group. And that's something that I like, really, really wanted to be a part of it. I don't know why I didn't like audition in college, because I feel like that would have been really fun. Just being part of an acapella group was just amazing. Other than that, I think uh, another benefit of being like part of this group is that it's like a really great way of meeting other people, because being in specifically med school nowadays, like post-COVID, a lot of times we're not really meeting other students. So having an opportunity to like be around a bunch of people in person and doing or doing something that, you know, we all love to do and share in singing and all of that is uh, is great. So, yeah, that's something I would say has been really great about being an acapella group. Well, wow, all y'all stories are kind of inspiring me to actually, you know, pick up on something like that. So I appreciate that. Do you plan to continue actively incorporating singing into your life after medical school? Go ahead, Stephen. Oh, that's for sure. Um, just like Evelyn, Nick, and Brian grew up in a, a musical family. Me as well start uh, learning about piano, um, violin, and when I was a kid. So um, singing also has always been uh, playing a big part in my life. Uh, outside of Notre Court, I also sing in a church choir. There's a couple of times I also sang for my friends' weddings. So for me, music has always been so important in my life and so powerful. As I believe that music has a capability to convey all sort of emotion and feelings. So yes, I believe singing will continue playing a big role in my life after med school, definitely. Evelyn, I see you want to add something? Yeah, I was I was gonna say I better keep singing after medical school. You know, like they say that this is the busiest time of our lives and the hardest that it's gonna get in terms of our career. So if I can squeeze it in now, then uh, I sure hope that I'm doing it afterwards as well because it, it's so rare to find something that makes you that happy and makes you feel like so free and so connected to other people so I think that once you do have that it's it's really important to not let that go Dan I see you want to add something to that yeah I uh, completely agree it's uh something I think we all obviously value it's something you know you get to meet new people doing new things and really get outside of the sort of routine of, of medical school and and the routine of your life in general. So uh, if I 
get a chance to do it later on in life, I think that's uh, an awesome opportunity. I'd love to uh, be a part of it. That sounds amazing, y'all. So if you could give uh, one piece of advice to students in regards to using their natural talents or hobbies uh, during medical school, what would it be and why? Steve, go ahead, Stephen. I would say if least there is something that you have been enjoying doing it and it helped with like releasing your stress from your studying at med school, then just go for it. Because remember, like studying in med school is just like running for a marathon. And you would like to have these enjoyable things around you to help you re-energize before going back to study. Go ahead, Evelyn. I think if you have something that you're good at or something that you're interested in or something that you're passionate about, you have to make it a non-negotiable for yourself to make the time for it in medical school. Um, No one else is going to do it for you. So you, you have to set that boundary for yourself. And I think your test grades are going to thank you for it. And the people around you are going to thank you for it. Cause you're going to be a lot easier to be around and like your heart is going to thank you for it. So really sit down or don't sit down if it's something that involves movement, but make, make the time for it. Do it. Just, just do it. That's it. No questions asked. Dan, did you want to share your piece of advice? Yeah, I would say uh, definitely do it. Uh, I think finding times to, pursue your hobbies and your interests, even in medical school is a very important uh, key to avoiding burnout in general. Um, Med school is hard and medicine in general is hard and uh, finding the time to do that type of thing, even if it's a little bit of time, especially uh, something that like, for example, a note accord where you're doing with other medical students, I think is really helpful in just avoiding burnout and being happy. Go ahead, Nicholas. Yeah, I think there's already been a few helpful pieces of advice thrown out throughout the podcast. I know uh, Brian's point earlier really resonates with me just with the fact that uh, had I not joined the note accords, that's about a dozen people that I just wouldn't have met for any other reason and friends that I wouldn't have had by this point. Uh, In terms of advice, I don't want to say use it or you'll lose it, but it definitely felt like that during a few practices. Um, I'm almost inspired by Evelyn and Stephen just uh, and how intent they are in making sure they can sing past medical school, because honestly, I've been looking ahead and I'm not sure what opportunities I'll have to do that. So you guys uh, have inspired me. That's something that I have to, you know, keep in mind and make sure that I don't miss. But also, similar to Stephen, for the last seven years or so, my singing was probably just confined to friends' weddings and a little bit at my own. Uh, and so there was a couple practices where we were trying to get back into it, and it was just hard. My my range isn't what it used to be. Uh, my sight reading skills uh, just evaporated at some point in the last seven years or so. So, you know, if there's an opportunity to join a group like the Notochords, do it. It's not only going to be a good opportunity to get friends. It's not only going to be stress relief. But if you if you want to, you know, get back to normal life after medical school and keep using those skills, you know, you got to practice. Did you want to add something, Susan? Yeah, I, I would just like to say, as as somebody that has had the privilege of being able to hear the note accords sing and to work with you, we're all so grateful in our NYIT community. And I know that on behalf of everybody that hears you, it's really a, a great privilege to see you work together, to hear how beautifully you sing. You truly do spread joy. And I, and I mean that very, very seriously. Your talent and your skills Um, has helped so many people. And I always look forward to hearing you sing as a group. And I just want to say thank you so much for that. So can you share with us how a new student or someone who's trying to get interested in joining your group uh, might get into contact with you? So I I see Nicholas, you want to share something? 
Sure. So like the easiest way to get in touch with us is probably going to be at the student activities fair. That's always held by SGA at the beginning of your academic year. So if you are a student interested in joining the NYITCOM class of 2027, you can always keep a lookout for a poster board there. Uh, if you want to get updates from us, you can always follow us on Instagram. We are at NYIT Notacords. That's note, N-O-T-E-O-Cords, C-H-O-R-D-S, or just shoot us an email at notacords at nyit.edu. Dan, did you want to add something? Uh, yes, that we're always looking for new members. Um, so feel free to reach out and we're excited to meet you. Well, guys, I really appreciate the conversation and the time here today. I would like to thank all our special guests for joining us today to share their valuable insights and experiences as members of the fabulous singing group, the Notochords. As we conclude our conversation today, we're so pleased to have the Notochords perform a closing song for us. Let's listen to their wonderful rendition of Hallelujah. Thank you once again to our listeners and our special guests for joining us today. I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord. But you don't really care for music, do ya? Well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift, the perfect.
was how to shoot somebody who outdrew you. And it's not a cry that you hear.